Today's episode is centered around The Truman Show. This movie was released in 1998. What the heck? <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's just uh, like sometimes there's these little things that remind me of my age, which is fine, but it's just, it's weird that that was 98. That was right before I graduated high school, and it left a mark on my mind. Here's the thing, living as a Mormon for me absolutely felt like living as Truman in the Truman Show, <laughs> and leaving Mormonism absolutely felt like the moment where Truman hits the edge of the set of the big dome and exits the set. Leaving the Mormon church for me felt like that big of a shift in reality or like a, a world that I walked out of. Emotionally, psychologically, it very much felt that way. And what's more is leaving my <laughs> leaving my cis identity very much felt that way as well. Like learning about gender and understanding that gender is in my brain and the society I live in is based in a gender binary among many other things, and that that's just a construct and not fundamental reality, that also felt like leaving the set, like Truman leaves the set, the set in this case being the gender binary. Like I walked out of that and found myself, and thus I identified as a trans man. Okay, there's way too much here I'd love to share. Ten minutes is not enough, so I'm going to just focus on the whole leaving the Mormon church thing. And maybe later we talk about the other deeper layers that have to do with my trans identity and other stuff. Okay, so just as like the top layer, here's a recap of some of the plot points from The Truman Show and how it feels like being a Mormon in the Mormon church. To me. To me. How it felt for me. In the film... Kristoff is the name of the character that is the creator of the Truman Show and like the main, he's the big wig, he's the executive producer. And he's in charge, like he has control over everything. To paraphrase from Wikipedia, where it describes the plot, <laughs> uh, it says something like, To prevent Truman from discovering the truth, Kristoff orchestrates scenarios that curtail his desire for exploration. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Uh, that was Mormon Church. In my experience, the Mormon Church and the leaders of the church and the messages from the Mormon Church very much precisely orchestrated scenarios and messages that curtailed my desire for, quote-unquote, exploration. Like, why was I so, quote-unquote, good, you know? And didn't watch movies, didn't listen to any TV. I mean, I just, because I was so freaking scared all the time. <laughs> because the messages, like in the Truman Show from Kristoff, they are, this is again like a Wikipedia thing where it says, constantly broadcasts messages. It said, Christoph orchestrates scenarios and constantly broadcasts messages about the dangers of traveling and the virtues of staying home. That is exactly how I felt. Being raised and becoming a teenager and then becoming a young adult in the Mormon church. Oh, so much fear. And control in the name of virtues and staying safe. Even the poster, the uh, 
this is also I saw this on Wikipedia, the theatrical release poster, like I saw an image of it, and it's this huge, gigantic screen with Truman's face on it, and he's asleep with this smile, this like half smile on his face and below it there's text that says on the air unaware and boy is that a metaphor for how i felt in the mormon church asleep metaphorically asleep with like a half smile on my face (laughs) you know uh unaware but really i was aware somewhere inside of me i was always always aware i think i think i always knew Somewhere inside of me, there's just something that says, uh, something's not quite right here. Hmm. But what's different for me being raised Mormon is the people around me were also Mormon. There were not any people around me that were not Mormon. So if the Truman Show has Truman who is unaware and everyone around him are paid actors and they know that there's this other reality, that was not the same for me in Mormonism because everyone around me wasn't like a paid... They were like me. We we were all in the Truman Show (laughs) together. And so leaving the Truman Show, metaphorically, like I did leaving the Mormon church, there's just more layers to that because it's not like... Like, I was just, in my mind, in my heart, well, and I think there was helpers, but that's a different topic. Um, I was alone. I was alone. There wasn't anybody for me to confront and say, tell me the truth. Like, Truman confronts the person he's supposed to marry, right? He's like, Meryl, I think the character's name is Meryl. He's supposed to fall in love with Meryl, but instead he falls in love with Sylvia, the character who is just an extra, right? And he keeps thinking about Sylvia. He thinks that she lives in Fiji, so he musters up the courage. (laughs) Anyway, there was no paid actor that I could confront and tell me what is going on, except the internet existed. And so there were resources. I mean, yes, 98, but people, oh, like the internet was starting to come around and there were resources, not people, but information online that I could go to and read and assess for myself what the truth was and make decisions around that. Okay, okay. Now, speaking of Sylvia, who Truman falls in love with, which was not a part of the quote-unquote plan that Christoph had written for him. I find it very interesting that it is Sylvia's eyes that Truman is drawn to and that illuminate some other reality, right? It's it's this beautiful metaphor of like the eyes, oh, whatever, I'm not gonna, <laughs> we're almost out of time. It's already been seven minutes or so. Crap. So, I like to think of myself as Truman in the Truman Show, and there is a pair of eyes that I also see in my real life that just speak to something more, to other realities, to something more truthful for me in my life, if I could get there. And the eyes are not of another person. For me, those eyes are actually my eyes. It's something I see in my eyes that knows there is something, if I can find the courage, I can encounter and free myself. So, in the Truman Show, it's his romantic partner, Sylvia. It's her eyes. But, like, in my real life, what was true for me was that the love was in me, 
the truth was in me, in my own eyes. Does that make sense? Because <laughs> see, for me, leaving Mormonism and leaving all of the things that kept me uh, trapped, <laughs> like for me to be free, it's all about love. And for me to heal, it had to start with myself. I had to start with myself. Loving myself, oh my gosh. During some red carpet thing, BuzzFeed press person asked the phenomenal Viola Davis for relationship advice. And she said, you are the love of your life. You are the love of your life. She goes on to say, and I'm paraphrasing, to love yourself is the greatest seed you can plant in the world to create great friendships and great relationships. In my opinion, it is that simple. <laughs> simple doesn't mean easy. But Viola Davis knows it and embodies it. So thank you, Viola Davis, for today's quote. And here's a telltale sign. A telltale sign of self-love. A little experiment. I want you to look at your photos of yourself. Specifically, where you or your wife, whether or not you have kids, are holding babies. <laughs> and I want you to take note of the position of the female's face. Can it be seen? Can you see the eyes? Or are they hidden away? Instead of a symbol for this episode, we're going we're gonna to do a telltale sign. The telltale sign is if the face of the mother or the, the woman, the person assigned female, whether it's like a sister, um, an auntie, right, a grandma, whatever, but especially if it's the mother, is the woman's face hidden? Can you see her face? She's holding the babies. Can you see her eyes? Where's her face? Is it hidden by her hair? Is it literally a shot of the back of her head holding the babies? Where is her face? Where are her eyes? Are her eyes hidden away? Do you see the metaphor? I don't know if this makes any sense. It might make zero sense. But the telltale sign of this lack of self-love, especially for people assigned female at birth, for women, or for people like me. It's true for everybody, but in this case, I'm saying there is this phenomenon I'm noticing where... The quote-unquote good mother or good woman or good wife, their face is MIA in the photo. It's turned, it's covered up, you know, and it's kind of said to be like beautiful or like, oh, like there's some... No, where are the faces? Where is the gaze of the eyes looking out? Can you see the eyes or the eyes hidden away? Because the truth is there in the eyes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I know, I know. We're over time. Relax. We're going to have to say goodbye. The Truman Show. <laughs> too real for me. Not too real, but like, oh my God. Gosh. I love you. You're fine. It's okay. You're loved. Talk to you later. Bye.